genre. Welcome back to The Doctor's Companion Presents Doctor Who, The Long Way Round, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Cass Fredrickson. Today on the show, we'll be discussing Dio de los Daleks, <laughs> the third doctor. <laughs> God, I wish that's doctors. what this was called. With like an ex- exclamation point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah man. they're wearing like they're wearing like l- like lucha libre masks oh god oh man that would be uh yeah the third doctor's 10th story and the uh long-awaited comeback of the daleks mm-hmm. as i'm sure you'll get into scott yeah um this is the first episode with the daleks since uh the evil of the daleks in 1967 so this is five years since the daleks were last seen on Doctor Who. Um, and in general, Barry Letts, the uh, producer at the time, um, was sort of like anti bringing back old villains. Like he wanted to do new stuff. Him and him and Terrence Dix both were like, yeah, we're like kind of in agreement that that's what we would prepare, prefer to do. Um, because they really wanted this era to be kind of like a hard reset for the show uh, so that it didn't have the baggage of before. So that concept has been happening since the seventies um, <laughs> of like, ah, we really need to make this more uh, uh new viewer friendly. Um, but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, the only thing I can kind of compare it to is like comic books. Mm-hmm. How... Yeah. Like a new number one. Like, yeah, that hits periods of like, okay, it's gotten too convoluted. We're going to hit a reset. And then that's like, we've forgotten our roots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring the weird stuff back. So true. Um, so Lewis Marks, the writer of this episode, uh, previously um, wrote a little story that we just watched two weeks ago called Planet of the Giants. Um, and Or Planet of Giants. Nope. Yep. Just Planet of Giants. I always get the tight. Really? Yeah. I always get that wrong. Um, yeah. Planet of Giants. Not the Giants because they're not actually it's giants, like inter- I assume. <laughs> It's like interview with the vampire. Right, yeah, but the yeah. but the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um yeah, so uh it is Planet of Giants uh and uh 6 years later he wrote no, longer than that. 6 years after contributing Planet of the Giant. I don't know. Um oh oh oh, they went to him for a new story idea in 1970. Um and he uh he cooked this thing up and his <laughs> idea here was just generally about uh, guerrilla soldiers from the future um, coming back to the past to stop a horrible thing from happening. And I got to say, there's a lot in this that I'm like, man, I was like, I was like, wow, this is like kind of like the Terminator. Oh, wait, Terminator doesn't happen for like 
you know, like almost 15 years from now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I was like, I, I also, I don't know, I don't know, Nick, how how uh, long ago you watched a George Romero movie, but there, I'm get was getting a lot of George Romero vibes out of this, like especially like uh, Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead specifically, but just like a lot of people just running around with guns, you know. Um, in like absolutely wide shots, you know, um, sort of light social commentary. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, I weirdly thought about George A. Romero too. And, um, but yeah, that's, that's really, that's interesting. But this happens before any of that. Like this, this is, yeah. Cause there's that episode of, uh, cause what's that fourth doctor story that everyone Eric kind of attributes to like, oh, this inspired alien. Like, like Ridley Scott watched this. Oh, um, Ark in space. Ark in space. Yeah, yeah. It's like this is kind of maybe stealth Terminator. I, I, I mean, that's entirely possible. I mean, I think, I think if we learned ever, anything about what happened with uh, Terminator, is that uh, James Cameron doesn't like admitting that uh, he reads things and. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, takes ideas uh, and adapts them into no. original stories. Um, All of his ideas came to him in a dream. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and not Harlan Ellison. Absolutely not. Um, uh, in any event, um, he was not sued by uh, Doctor Who over Terminator. Um, but, he, but he was sued by Harlan Ellison and he lost. Um, <laughs> but uh, in any event, um, this story... Uh, Okay, so so the original concept of this was just that. Just the guerrilla soldiers, a war in the future, um, and coming back in time to stop all of that. And uh, uh, Terrence Dix was, was like, no, that sucks. No one cares about that. Why would anyone care about a story like that? That's so boring. Um, <laughs> you know, like, you're telling me that there, people are going to want to watch something about a future that they're not even going to see? No, that sucks. That's boring. No. Um, and he was like, well, what if you get to see, what if there's like a, like a time loop thing and you get to see the doctor and, and, uh, a Joe from like the end of the story at the beginning of the story. And he was like, now you're talking, now you're speaking my language. <laughs> um, uh, something about that really tickled Terrence Dix and he was really into the idea of a kind of like a time loopy uh, paradoxical kind of story. Um, so he gave it the green light. Um, at the same time, uh, the, uh, 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 let's see who, what is his name? Hugh, Hugh Weldon, the BBC's managing director was like, he calls them up and he's like, Hey, can't help but notice you guys haven't had the Daleks on this show in a while. Remember them? They were a big hit. I think maybe it would get some people, Watching the show, um, I don't know. Call me crazy. Um, should somebody like contact uh, the, uh, uh, Terry Nation and see if we can get the Daleks back on the show? Um, Terry Nation had spent the past five years trying to get the Daleks on a a one hour drama uh, series in uh, in America. Um, that was he 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 had come to America and he pitched every studio on a Daleks television series. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Would you say, would you say like an hour long draw? The, the first thing that popped into my head was like, like Coronation Street, you know? <laughs> uh -huh. Sure. 
or like like Luther, like a doctor, a Dalek just rolling up to a crime scene yeah. in like a leather jacket. Well, that probably would have sold the show, um, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But, uh, uh, you know, they loved a crime procedural uh, back then at the yeah. time. Um, but, you know, uh, sci-fi shows were a little more hit and miss. I feel like if you tried again in the 80s, maybe something would have went. Because then by that mm-hmm. point, you had like Battlestar Galactica, V, uh, you know, uh, Star Trek Red The Next Dwarf. Generation. Um, Red Dwarf was England, not America. Okay, um, it's sw- swing and a miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, but yeah, you know, there was like there were sci-fi shows uh, that were like relative uh, successes um, on American television in the '80s, but not so much in the '70s. So, um, I think technically Battlestar Galactica started in the '70s, but um, late '70s. This is <laughs> late '60s, early '70s. Um, anyway. Uh, America was not interested, and so he went back to England with his tail between his legs, having not done anything with the Daleks in that time. Um, he ended up taking a job on a on another show. Uh, the Persuaders was uh, is the name of the show, um, and his contract with that show was exclusive, so he was not allowed to write an episode of Doctor Who at this time. Um, but he was like, he was like, hey. Nothing's going on with the Daleks. As long as you credit me as their creators in the story, I'll let somebody else write it. Um, I just want final script approval. And they're like, all right. So they uh, they went to uh, a writer. Um, the plan being that uh, this was going to be sort of like the season finale of the ninth season. This being the season premiere of the ninth season. Um, they go to uh, a writer named Robert Sloman. Um, and he pitched them on a storyline that would eventually be called the Daleks in London, um, a six part serial, uh, that would have been the, uh, the finale. Um, however, Letts and Dix, uh, were a little concerned about the, um, the original, uh, uh, story that was the premiere, um, which at the time was being called, uh, the ghost hunters. And then eventually, like, uh, became Years of Doom. Uh, and then eventually, at this point, had settled on the title The Time Warriors, um, which is, you know, kind of a cool title for this, actually, <laughs> especially if you take the Daleks out of it. Um, I know, Cass, I know, but. You're right. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I think but, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's interesting. Yeah, Nick, there's, a, there's a, a really fantastic classic third Doctor story coming up in a couple of seasons called. Uh, 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 what is it? Is it? Is it? The it's Time the, Warrior. It's just Time Warrior, right? Yeah. It's the Time Warrior. Oh, it is yeah. the. So it's singular though. The Time yeah. Warrior. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Like the Terminator. Yeah. Um. And uh, uh. Uh. So yeah, it's interesting. I guess that title. Uh. They were like, no, that's a cool title. We need to circle back on that at some point. <laughs> um. So uh. Uh. Yeah. So they were concerned about the premiere not having anything like punchy in it. They're like, when we first came back, we had a new Doctor. That was our first season premiere. Our second season premiere introduced the master. This season premiere is, uh, it has a paradox, I guess. Uh, that was like kind of the only thing of interest to uh, 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 Barry Letts and Terrence Dix. So they were like, I think maybe, what if, what if the future got bad guys are actually being controlled by the Daleks? And this is the return of the Daleks to the show here. And um, we go ahead and we let... Um, Robert Sloman uh, stopped writing Daleks in London, and we scrapped that story um, and, uh, and, and put the Daleks here. So that's what they did. Um, 
and uh, and then this story became uh, Day of the Daleks as a result. Uh, and Robert Sloman, very unfortunately, uh, was like, okay, well, I have this other story idea, um, and uh, pitched them on a story that will eventually become Cass's favorite third Doctor story, The Time Monster. I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah. <laughs> to be, to, to uh, in his defense, he has had a hand in a lot of really good stories as well. Um, so, you know, the time monster just appears to be a very unfortunate, uh, occurrence of him writing a really bad one. Um, yeah. Robert Sloman's, <laughs> Robert Sloman's other stories are the demons, the green death oh. and planet of the spiders. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. those are all good. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are all super solid. So yeah. like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened with that other one, but, um, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, that's how we get to Day of the Daleks. Um, there are only three Daleks in this because despite the fact that the BBC head manager <laughs> required them to bring the Daleks back, he also gave them absolutely zero money to make new Daleks. <laughs> so they had to build these Daleks refurbished like a, like a, like so many Apple iPhones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they had to refurbish them from pieces that were laying around in storage from their original story, the Daleks from the sixties. So these are just repainted parts that they stuck together and made, they were able to make three Dalek, uh, yeah, Dalek casings out of those, uh, parts from that original story. Um, uh, which I think, Overall, I think this I think this episode is like a kind of action packed and fairly entertaining. I think it plays better watching in a row than it probably would have as a serial. Um, I think it would have been really boring and kind of repetitive as a serial. But watching it all at once, I think it's solid. Um, but God, I wish there was more Daleks in this. There's like <laughs> I mean, the Daleks are barely in this, um, despite the title. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. And uh and uh, there you go. Um, I also want to shout out the what are these guys called? The 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 Gor Gor Gorgons or Gor the Morgos Mor or the, the Morgus? The, oh my gosh, I have that wiki page. The Ogrons. Ogrons, who are just yeah. like they're like six foot tall Centaurans. Like <laughs> they're like Centaurans if they were tall. Um, they they look like they look like cheap. Uh, imitations of like the Urukai from Lord of the Rings. Also, that you know? yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like you merge the two things. Like if a Centaurin yeah. and a, a, a Urukai like, had a baby, that's yeah. what they were. A little um, OG gorilla design from Planet of from the what, Apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, like the mouth that especially. Too. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, kind of interesting. Um, do they ever come back? Or do they ever make another appearance after this? The Ugrons. I don't know. I actually. don't know. That's a great question. Um, let me see. Day of the Daleks. Um, it's. I think it's funny that the Daleks are stubbornly keeping them on their employ. Like the human, the human, the controller constantly is like, "Why do you have these things? They're slow. They're dumb. People are like, we like they. We trust them. We don't trust you." And like. <laughs> Uh, oh, it is the first appearance of the Ogron, so it looks like they have been in a few other things. Uh, let me see if I can get a list of appearances somewhere, anywhere. 
They might have only reappeared in uh, other materials. BFAs. Um, like comics and prose and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it, it looks, looks like, like it's just books. Yeah, books, books, games, prose, audio, stuff like that. Um, doesn't look like they've ever uh, they've ever returned. I will say, I think the most horrifying thing about the Ogrons is if you look at their face for too long, they look like humans wearing a, an alien's face. Um, <laughs> like it, it, they they just because you can kind of see the human yeah, in the, the eyes scenes. and the mouth. Um, yeah. And it just looks like they're literally it's, you know, it's bad makeup because it's a cheap show. But what can you do? But like mm-hmm. they're just like they're, it's like there's not enough like makeup coloring around their mouth and their eyes. And it just it literally looks like like in The Walking Dead when that that crew started wearing like zombie faces over their faces to hide oh in zombie ma- masses. <laughs> and you're like, these people are insane. That's what this looks like to me. <laughs> Uh, now every close up of an Ugrand was a poor choice. Uh-huh. Yep. Definitely. I was like, uh, oh, no, shouldn't have done that. They spent all their money on Daleks. Uh, all three they, of them. Tell you what. <laughs> they look good. The three of them look really good, yeah. I think. They do. I just wish they were featured more. Um for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I'm never going to want less Daleks. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you say that now. Um <laughs> uh let's see anything else i don't think there's anything else um every i um, oh i will I, say i'll oh, say please. this i'll say this is just a weird detail and just like i don't know man like it's 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 weird how they ran things back then but um every single ongoing character on this show aside from the doctor and joe were all uh literally signing a new contract week to week they were all on day player contracts starting this season. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's because they were like, I don't know. We might shift things. Who knows? Uh, and I think part of it was that they knew they were going to start using the TARDIS this season. And so they were like, we're not always going to be at the military base. So, right. yeah, like I'm not I'm not going to pay you for episodes you're not going to be in, uh, Nicholas Courtney. And uh, and he was like, I don't have another job. Um, oh. <laughs> no, he probably did. I don't know. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so um, only uh, only John Pertwee and uh, and uh, Katie Manning were um, uh, signed up for the full season. Um, but yeah, kind of uh, kind of a weird thing. Um, so anyway, that's it. I don't. I don't think there's anything else uh, of importance. Just like general, like production stuff, which is pretty basic. Um, I am. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Cass, were you gonna say something? Oh yeah, I thought it was interesting that this this um version of this story that we watched um on Tubi is like the 2011 remastered version with like the the CGI like. Um, oh, establishing shots and yeah. then the Daleks all the Dalek voices were redubbed by um by Nicholas Briggs who does the Daleks in in New Who um which is why they sound super good. <laughs> yeah, that's right because in the original version of the story they sound horrible. Yeah. Um that's why they're dubbed over because some BBC producer guy like in in charge of like post production um uh, that's why I forgot to mention this because they they sound amazing in the in the episode we watched. Um, but uh, uh, some guy in post production was like, "I'm sick of the Daleks sounding like that. We're gonna change it up." 
do something else, do something different. And they hired these guys to do it and they just did it with their actual voices. Like there's no like modulation. They're like, like they're just like doing it. (laughs) And, and that's what they used in the final episode. And it sounds awful. And I guess it's annoyed everyone for long enough that they're like, yeah, we should fix that when we're putting in the modern special effects because that's funny. Big yikes. Uh, do you know I'm gonna I'm gonna look up after the show if that original footage exists though. I would like oh, to Oh yeah, yeah. I think it does. Much. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably find um, it pretty easily. Um I'm curious. Thank you, Cass. I I but no, but like the visual effects were tripping me out because I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. This is from 1973. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh uh I'm I, I wanna know everyone's thoughts on this. Cass, I know this is a revisit for you. Nick, mm-hmm. first time with Day of the Daleks. What'd you think? <laughs> you know, I had a lot of fun. Now that now that you brought up George A. Romero, I can't stop thinking about like the parallels. Like, not to skip to the the end, but in episode four, there's like a like backyard home movie level <laughs> like attempt to make it look like a swarm of Daleks are descending upon the manor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So true. But it's just the same three looping like four times. Uh yeah. uh. And it just reminds me of like, yeah, like kids making a zombie movie in the backyard or something. Um, but yeah, this was a super, it was an entertaining ride. You know, it's uh, uh, an engaging story. I really just was swept up by the third doctor's debonair charm, this whole story. Um, I made a note at one point, I think he is drinking wine for like 40% of this episode. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, yeah, and that that uh, is predominantly featured in the moment that I've been hyping up uh, all season long. Uh, my oh, right, the yeah. most iconic third Doctor moment of all time for me, <laughs> which is uh, which is judo chop, judo flipping a guy while holding his drink, finishing the drink, and then flipping him again. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was. I mean, that is like that's like. That is the first thing that I imagine when somebody's like, yeah, what do you think of John Pertwee? I was like, well, he did that thing that one time, and that was pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> Didn't even put his drink down. Didn't even put his drink down. <laughs> Slowly puts it on the coffee table after he finishes it. Just like, no. I I want to show this to Steven Seagal and be like, this is how cool you should be. This is what you want to be doing. Um, and, uh, and, and you're not good at this. Um, cause this, this rules. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of that moment? <laughs> I mean, it was incredible. It was like peak. peak I period. was wondering if it was that or when he's just like lounging, like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like... But he's fully a prisoner. He's been captured mm-hmm. and he is just lounging, just like man, like a spragazine spread. Yeah, on like a sparkly body <laughs> pillow in the future, drinking wine. Like, I'm like, I wonder if it's this moment that Scott... <laughs> I mean, that's a I pretty, was thinking about it. It's pretty good. Um, I just think that, I just think the judo flip, like, is just like, kind of everything about his doctor all rolled yes, into one, yes. you know? Because it has the lounging kind of thing with the casualness of the wine, but uh-huh. but also also a judo flip, which is <laughs> no other doctor does that. It's just him. <laughs> I had the thought of like, I bet, you know how we all kind of have those that period in our lives that we look back on fondly of like, wow, I was really like cool for that one snapshot of time. I was just a real badass. And I think, like pert with the third doctor is like what the doctor like man remember that one time i flipped that guy <laughs> <laughs> so true 
<laughs> I could never do that again. <laughs> For some reason. That's I don't so know funny. Why. Um, yeah, so good. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Cass, what, what were your thoughts on revisiting this one? Um, this was fun. Um, I the I found the like the guerrilla fighter plot line to be a little thin, like a little less engaging this time around. But mm-hmm. like every time the Daleks were doing their Dalek thing, um, I was having a good time. I also liked the the I don't remember his name. I'll I'm sure I'll find it in this wiki that I have open right now. Um, the the guy in the future, like the controller guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, controller. Yeah, with like the smarmy voice and he's like manipulating everybody. I liked him. Um uh but the the yeah, the doctor is just eating in this and I I <laughs> I love that for him. Like I yeah. love that that Pertwee is like a very um he just likes food. Like yeah. he's always eating. <laughs> he's the he was the Brad Pitt of his day. Um hmm. No, he's yeah, just snacking, yeah. pecking. <laughs> I just, I, I think I look cooler when I'm drinking and eating. I mean, um, yeah, he's not I, wrong. <laughs> yeah, I had the thought this episode controller is a Doctor Who stock character that I miss in the new era mm. because I feel like in just the four five years of the show past, I've we've had like eight nine stories with like a controller, like a dude in the control room that's like, I think you'll find that. <laughs> you should turn the shields up. Yeah. More. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this guy has real like um imperial officer vibes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh yeah, and I I don't I don't disagree about the guerrilla warfare stuff. I think that it's it I mean, you know, I think to a certain extent uh, uh Let's and Dicks were right in terms of like you gotta give us more than what you're giving us. Um, mm-hmm. and and I don't think they were right about the paradoxical thing. Oh, that's the other thing that I forgot to mention. That's the thing. So the director of this story, um, God, this is so shitty. It's so funny though. Uh, the director of this story, Paul Bernard, um, he's directing. He's directing the story, and he gets to the fourth episode, and just, he's filming the last episode, where the episode is supposed to end on. The same scene as the with the paradox, but from the perspective of the ones that like are in the TARDIS and see the younger versions, right? And instead, instead of filming that, he decided that he should let the let everybody go home early because he's like, ah, we don't need that. We already saw it once, and then that was it. (laughs) That's oh my god. Let's was like, where's the other scene? He's like, "Ah, I decided not to shoot it, and he's like. What? <laughs> and and that was that like that was it. Like wow. Like, we had the, like, so there's absolutely no payoff to the one thing <laughs> that, that, that Terrence Dix actually liked about this story. Oh my god. Uh, can, you, can you imagine the confidence it takes? <laughs> I, I, I feel like that was just a thing back then, right? Like they were just Everyone was Did- just so <laughs> confident, like like how the the BBC uh, archive people were so confident. No one would ever want to watch old episodes of Doctor Who ever again. So let's just melt them down and use them for scrap or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Everyone was just so confident about that. Uh, it was just like a vibe back then. I don't know. Too much confidence, I would say. 
Because, uh, yeah, but the, the, of like, we don't need to film the last scene in the script. <laughs> right. Yeah. We already filmed it earlier. They oh get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm looking to see if this man ever worked on Doctor Who ever again. That's what because... I'm checking, too. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and unfortunately, he directed the Time Monster, so they did punish God him. damn it. And Frontier <laughs> in Space. That one sucks, too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They did punish him um, by giving That's him Time so Monster. so funny. You know. Um... Because <laughs> the episode has a very, like, in magnanimous, like, very, like, just abrupt ending. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's why. Yep. Because <laughs> he was like, I'd rather go home early. Fuck it. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, and also, apparently, that's, like, a big, that's just, like, big, like, workman uh, uh, entertainment industry British people. Like, they're mm-hmm. very, like, oh, five o'clock. See ya. We're done. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. We're not done. Can't you stay? Nope. Going home. <laughs> you know? And on so, the one hand, good for them, but on yeah. the other hand, like <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. It's just it feels That's like so funny. Yeah, it's just it I I I both love I, I like I love that they are so uh uh focused on like no we have a nine to five work day and there's nothing you can do about it. Um that's why we have a union. And I'm like, you know. Good for you guys. Also, I never want to work with you because <laughs> you're just because it just feels like they're not there to like make this thing. They're there to work, and right. when the work day's over, they're done. Um, and I'm like, do you actually care about this thing? Then, like, that's what I would always be worried about, you know. Mm. Um, but I don't God, know. Anyway, that's so you know, not funny. that I want people to work for twelve fucking hours or whatever, but you know, right? Um, yeah, what was I? I just saw something about a about a director that was like like forced people into like 20 hour days. Oh my god. To get something done in time because it was like a it, like he had to get it done on time or he would lose final cut or something like that. So he made everybody work 20 hour days cuz he was still a perfectionist. Um and I was like, that's a nightmare. And that's, that's ridiculous. Stupid. And he never should have agreed to that timetable if he didn't think he could actually do it without 20 hour days. That's insane. But wow. whatever. Has there um, ever been a thing on Doctor Who called the timetable? Uh, no. Like a TARDIS, but it's a table. <laughs> I don't know. There's a table going swirling through the vortex. That's so funny. <laughs> that is funny. Well, there is a wasn't there isn't there wasn't there a bit in an earlier episode of of uh, the Pertwee era where he's rebuilding the TARDIS and it's just the console in the middle of the room and it disappears. Yeah, that's mm. in uh, Inferno, right? Oh, in- right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he goes he goes into the yeah. So in a yeah. way, sure. <laughs> that's, that's like a table, before. basically. Yeah, yeah. They just didn't <laughs> call it that, but yeah, that's basically what was going on. <laughs> Uh, the time, the time machine in this is just like a, a black box. Like a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a breaker box. That's true. That's true. It's still in, it's still under construction. Um, I think the first time they actually use it is in the next story that we cover next season, mm. um, which is a, a favorite of Cass's, I believe. Uh, the, oh, the next Pertree story? Yeah. Where he gets the TARDIS back? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, uh Curse so- of we uh, the, the part Peloton? early on Peloton? in the episode where um, the doctor's like, uh, you know, uh, Joe, Joe is like, wow, doctor, you sure are eager to get out of here. You can't stop making repairs of this TARDIS. Scott and I 
just watched The Empire Strikes Back for an episode of the New Republic Archives. Uh-huh. And I was like, this is exactly where Han Solo was at at the beginning of Empire. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I gotta get the fuck That's out funny. of here. Start <laughs> to get attached to me. <laughs> I also love the multiple times that uh, uh, the doctor calls out the military for being like brutish, violent idiots. Um, and then like, Murders multiple people yeah. in the story. The Just gun. absolutely vaporizes some uh-huh. guys. <laughs> yeah, I um, I I was watching this earlier this afternoon while Norman was sitting at his computer. Um, and he just like looked up on the screen and saw like Pertwee shoot at them with like the ray gun. And he's like, "Wow, it's wild seeing the doctor just shoot people." <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and it's not even it like almost for some. Be, it, it would almost be more forgiving if like the fourth doctor did that because it would be Which like Which he absolutely does. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but like on more on a regular basis, I would yeah. say. Um I, I it would be it would be more forgiving because like it's sort of like, you know, Capaldi Scottish because uh Karen Gillan was Scottish, like like Amy was Scottish and it's like mm-hmm. you know, uh, the thing that we always talk about where each doctor is a reaction to the doctor before. Mm-hmm. Um, or inspired by the era before that kind of thing. So like you could be like, oh, he was around the military o- all the time, and now he uses guns. Yeah. But <laughs> but the fact that Pertwee is always calling them out and then doing like just <laughs> doing the exact opposite is uh, it's just really funny to me. He's I don't like know. karate chopping people like all yeah, over the place in this. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, he he could like. It was weird thinking about him in those terms, but there were moments during the scene where like multiple guards would come in and they'd be like, oh, he's fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll take him out. He'll like flip, do a flip or kick him. And it's, yeah. <laughs> he's never like this again. <laughs> oh man, never again. Never. I, I, hope, I, I hope 15 brings back judo. <laughs> like they, they, they always do like a few references to it every once in a while. Like, yeah, like a doctor will like break it out and be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you don't know this about me, but I'm out. I'm actually like a quadruple black belt in judo." <laughs> I feel like thirteen like... did that once. Yeah, I think. I did think. She? I think. I think ten definitely did at one point, just like randomly. Okay, I, I feel. Don't remember I remember that. I, I feel. I yeah. I feel like ten did it. I don't remember when though. I'm sure we'll get to it. But it seems like a twelve that. thing. But that Maybe also 12. might be just like the coat, you know? Yeah, it could mm. be a 12 thing. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like it's come up a couple of times that that like it's it's in the doctor's back pocket if they ever need to use it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They could break break the glass, the safety glass and hit the button and go for it. <laughs> but um they just never they just never choose to uh do that. Um what were you gonna say about about 15? You're not you you're not into him doing uh judo, Nick? I guess because he even he as because he definitely is borrowing thir- three's like charm and is cool and is like mm-hmm. kind of like never really being that stressed out. You're kind of just along for mm-hmm. the ride. But I just he's such a lover. I can't see him like just karate chopping people. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I well, I guess my my argument with that would be like I mean we kind of barely know him like exactly yeah, yeah I mean, that's true. yeah so yeah. it's entirely possible you know um but I you know what else would be really cool is if he used judo what he learned in judo but only like the the like ultra defensive stuff as in like all he does is dodge 
but he dodges like effortlessly and like he's like really good at it you know um i think that would be like really fun where like all he does is like move out of the way and they like punch a wall and hurt their hand and like that kind of thing yeah it's like technically you did that to yourself (laughs) or he teaches ruby judo yeah yeah that would be cool too and then ruby goes in there yeah takes out a room full of guys like that part of toy story where they push buzz's arm he does the karate chop (laughs) yeah how long into the new show do you think it'll be before we get a recurring villain? Assuming, let's just assume that uh, what's her face isn't actually the Ronnie. Assuming that, I hope that's not true. But assuming that, how long do you think it'll be before we get like the Daleks or the Cybermen or something like that? Do you think we ever will? I remember hearing a quote or reading a quote that RTD is like, "We're we're, we're the Daleks are taking a nap for a while." Okay. Hmm. All right. That's good. I don't mind that. It'll what just be think, it'll be weird though if he never gets a Dalek story, you know? Right. That would be yeah. weird. Yeah, it would be really weird. Um, all right, Cass, you wanna take us through these recaps? Oh, sure. Um, so episode one, um, it starts with this UN uh representative, um, Sir Reginald Styles. He's like working late at this fancy uh mansion in the middle of nowhere. Um, there's this guy that appears with a ray gun, um, threatens to shoot him and then like disappears. Um, and he's convinced he's seen a ghost. Um, so unit is called to like investigate. Um, and that's how the doctor is brought into this. Um, you don't know this yet, but I've got my best man on it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The the brigadier is so proud of him. Like, I know. He doesn't say it to his face, but he's just like, yeah, that's my best man, of course. Um, <laughs> and um, there's like a there's like a Cold War story element um, to this whole uh, serial where um, there's like like tensions are high and and there's um, like peace talks with China. It's China. Right. Yeah. Um, and. You know, like the world is on the brink of war and like everything kind of hinges on this conference that's going to happen. And this this um, this this Sir Styles is um, kind of leading the the peace talks, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was uh, kind of cool, like political commentary. Um, and so the, the first episode, like the doctor and Joe just kind of spend the night in this house. Um, he. He calls it like ghost hunting. Um, and basically all he does is raid the wine cellar and eat cheese. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Which My is kind like, of night. Yeah. He, has, he has his little side to himself. He's like, oh, what a good humored wine. <laughs> wine after my own heart. Uh, yeah. Uh, drinking wine, eating cheese, uh, watching spooky stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's my kind of night. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, the the one interaction with like Benton and Yates in this episode was like really mean. Like I used like because uh, like Benton like sneaks into the house and wants food. So Joe like brings him their little like charcuterie board and then like Yates busts him and then drinks the wine anyway and then leaves. <laughs> R.H.I.P. Cass. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a dick. Rank has its privileges. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow. Um, and then 
the it it intercuts with like these these like futuristic like guerrilla fighters um who are trying to sneak into the house for reasons unknown there's i guess this guy's name is just the controller mm. um in like this futuristic like it looks kind of uh dystopian this control room with like the green lighting and everything um and it's revealed that he is working for the daleks um and I like that when the word Dalek is in the title, they don't shy away. They they don't play coy with it. Like, they're introduced. It's not like they don't wait for the cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's true. Um, So they, they want their enemies to be destroyed. And then, like, the episode ends with them saying exterminate. In fact, Cass, here are my notes. So okay. <laughs> he, uh, I'm just going to go through the four cliffhangers. The four cliffhangers yes. are exterminate them. Mm-hmm. Episode two, it's the doctor seeing the Dalek in a, in a, in a sewer like Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> and then it yells exterminate. Hello, doctor. <laughs> yeah, does it, does it. <laughs> and then three, the cliffhanger for three is when the doctor is strapped down to the table. And the Daleks are saying you will be exterminated. Uh-huh. So they, I, 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 as much as they are not in this episode, they really do milk the Daleks for all they're worth, cliffhanger wise. Yeah, especially being shoehorned in the way they were into this mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly. Um, so I wanna, I wanna talk about one aspect of this story that I think is a really cool concept that I just don't think that they were out of place in 1972 to execute it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the idea that time travelers are, uh, are, are like mistaken as ghosts because they do something that paradoxically removes them from the timeline in front of the person. Yeah. That is a really cool idea. Like that mm-hmm. is... Super cool. <laughs> um, and I just feel like it's not executed particularly well in this, and it bums me out because that is such a cool idea. Yeah, because it's like taking the the back to the future like photograph um element and like making right. it in like 3D space. Yeah. 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 yeah there's a I can't remember what episode it is, but he's in the maybe episode one, but he's in the manor with Brigadier and he says, like, not all ghosts are from the past. Mm-hmm. Like some come to us from the future. I'm like, ooh, that's that's a cool idea. It's so simple, but it's cool. That's cool. And and later this uh, later this season, a long way around, we'll deal with uh, other uh, Doctor Who ghosts. Ooh. Um, yes, and it's all those are also not executed particularly well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I do remember thinking that this cliffhanger did not pass the Nick test because this has definitely happened before. For sure. Um, huh? with- <laughs> Thank you. This has definitely been done before, but it's kind of a play the hits, you know? Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. I think it's forgive forgivable because it's the first time we hear them say that after five years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's like yeah, whenever uh, RTD gets back around to the Daleks in the new show, yeah, I want to I wanna hear them say exterminate. I want to be like, <laughs> hell yeah, they're back. Is, you know? Is, um, <laughs> is uh, Revela- Revolution of the Daleks, is that the last time we've seen them? Uh, yes. Because yeah. uh, they're not. Are they in uh, Flux Eve? at all? Are, yeah, Eve of the Daleks. That's the last one. Right? Eve of the Eve Daleks. Of the, Do- the kind of Groundhog Day last one. one. Yeah, the Groundhog Day one. That's was the that last time. was that what that was called? I think so. Yeah, 
I think you're yeah, right. Yeah, because it was, right? Because it, it was, was Revolution it was, of the Daleks. Well, it was, no. it was just, I think it was just called, it was called Resolution. Oh, it was Resolution. It was, Revo- it was Resolution, then Revolution of the Daleks, and then Eve of the Daleks. I believe those are the three New Year's specials. Because I think Resolution is the scary one where the girl is turning into a Dalek, right? Right. Yes. And then Revolution is the one with Captain Jack. And then Eve of the Daleks is like is the romantic the, comedy the one. Groundhog Day romantic comedy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Not mean it to derail us like that. No, I didn't but, even remember that second one. <laughs> yeah, I think they're. Are they in? That's the one I remember. Power the least. of the Power of the Doctor. Are they in Power of the Doctor? God. I know they're not. Like I, I think they might be featured, maybe, but like they're not. You know, kind of yeah. like how they're 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 technically in um, uh, that upcoming uh, episode in the Third Doctor, the 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 bad one uh, that this guy wrote. Um, Time Monster. No, the other one. Uh, the uh, not Peladon, but like the sequel, Frontier in Space, right? Oh, that... oh, the the sequel to Peladon. Yeah, isn't that Pel- the sequel? Uh, to it's something Monster of Peladon, maybe. Oh, then it's not that one that I'm thinking of. I think it's the Frontier one. Mm. There's one where he's like, there's like three baddies in it, and one of them is the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not particularly good. I think it's yeah. that one. Um, anyway. Yeah, because sometimes the dogs, are, they just show up. They just are like there, in, yeah. Yeah, like in uh, uh, another episode we're going to be covering this season, uh, in uh, uh, Pandorica Opens, you know? Yeah. Like, right. they're there. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a Dalek story just because they're there, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, anyway. I think I think that was the last time, though. I think Eve was the last Dalek story. Mm-hmm. Pretty it's sure. like how sometimes there's an episode of Batman where he'd go to Arkham and he'd walk past the Joker's cell, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not a Joker story. All of a sudden, <laughs> they they exchange words and then leave. Right, Batman, Joker, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so yeah. Um. Anyway, so, uh, anything from uh, part one? I mean, this is where the flip happens. The flip happens. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. The the, the wine flip. Um. I absolutely iconic. Uh, it it hit me at one point uh, at Scott and Cast. There are also three gorillas. Oh, true. There's the that lady and the two guys. I oh, will yeah. say kudos to them for making one of the the making one of the gorillas a lady. The leader. She's like yeah, the, the lead- leader of their squad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, wow. All right. <laughs> yeah, she was <laughs> close. Put, yeah, putting your politics where your mouth is. Good, yeah. good job, Doctor Who. Nice. <laughs> She had that thing where she had a very normal name, but it was spelt funny. Like her name was like Pat, but it ended like with an H or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. It was like an A name, but yeah, it was like future spelling. Um, Angela. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh... the um, oh the the Daleks are like yelling that they the enemies need to be exterminated because the doctor is futzing with this um this little time machine box that yeah. they found um on the grounds of the manor um and he you know being the doctor wants to make it work um and so these these guerrilla fighters from the future like are like no turn turn the time machine off um you'll like draw their attention they like obviously they don't say like who's um and then there's kind of like they 
they basically like they don't abduct Joe and the doctor. They like keep them hostage. They like tie them up in the cellar. Um, and then they're the the thing the that unit I don't soldiers like, like don't they when that when they look around they're like oh they're not here yeah that's, yeah that's um the thing that I don't like about a lot of these like really thin um Doctor Who plots is that like if either party would let um the other speak for like more than five words like it could be resolved so quickly <laughs> yeah um yeah there's a fair amount of like running in place in this episode yeah. Um, so they, they, the people from the future are there to kill, um, this, Styles. this diplomat, the Sir Styles, and the doctor's like, well, you missed him. He's in China. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, no, you're lying. And, and there's just well, this whole thing. So they, they keep them in the cellar. Um, they are trying to, they like are, are keeping the, ha- they're like waiting in the house for Styles to come back. Um, and I don't really know what their plan is, honestly. <laughs> beat um, them up, I guess. Yeah, just they're just gonna wait there. Um, units looking for the doctor. Um, the the in the future, like the Daleks and the controller are trying to track this rogue, like time machine signal. Um, because they are trying to kill these people from the future um for because they're enemies of the daleks um let's see the man a lot of nothing just kind of happens in this episode but it's like it's not like boring i don't know it's really weird (laughs) so well there's a part where uh there's a part where they uh they're trying to untie themselves and Joe's like, these knots are like really hard. And the doctor's like, well, you know what I think we should do? And Joe's like, wait. And the doctor's like, mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> so there's even a point where they stop trying to escape. And they're just going to like wait for like the next thing to happen. And that is what yeah. happens. Eventually, they just come back down into the basement because they need the doctor to like tell the brigadier that everything's fine and not to like go over there to the manor. Right. But then they go over there anyway, so like it doesn't work. Yeah. So and then Joe, Joe like ho- takes takes the time and she and she's like, "I'll do it. I'll break it." And then she gets sent into the the future, the 20, yeah, the twenty second century. Um, and like so Sherlock yeah, Holmes. even though like not a lot happens, I think that these episodes are paced really well. Yeah. That like it just sort of rolls right over you, you know? Yeah. No, like um, it's it's not like a bad thing, but it's just like you know summarizing yeah. the plot of this it's like oh, uh, okay the end of the episode <laughs> right. where the doctor just like blows out of the mansion and he's like shooting people and then the brigadier comes and he's like what he's like bye 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 honey and he steals the brigadier's truck yeah <laughs> that's great uh yeah and, um, and then yeah the doctor so, sees the falcon yeah he's going to this tunnel because that's like a like a point where the this time machine works. So he's going to go into the future to get Joe. And then instead of finding Joe, there's a Dalek in this tunnel. Mm-hmm. The opposite of Joe. Mm-hmm. What do we think of uh, Joe in this one? That may very well be true. <laughs> and like Joe's in the story as a whole. is the oh, cutest yeah. thing I've ever seen. I, I'm obsessed with her outfit in this. Yeah. 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 It is really cute. Um, she's a good fit for three because she's also kind of like, 
she's cool in that way that like Rose Tyler and Amy Pond are cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I mean, I, I, I she's definitely like the iconic third doctor companion. Um, the way that I think Jamie is to the second doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Joe. Uh, I like her whole vibe. Uh, I like that she's, she's like mildly damselly, but like can also, you know, use that to her advantage and manipulate people with it mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, I don't know. It's just very, it's good stuff. I really, I really well, like, like her uh, it's, it's almost like they're commenting on, the damseliness of most companions. And they tried that with the previous companion from the first season, Liz, mm-hmm. um, yes. where they're like, oh, let's do the opposite of a companion. Uh, and it didn't really work super well. And now this time they're like, okay, let's do a, a, a down the middle companion like like it's always been, but sort of use her as a tool to be like, there's more to her than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that about her. I think when cool. she like when she gets sent into the 22nd century into the clutches of the Daleks, you know, you're kind of like, OK, I think I know what's going to happen to her, you know. And but then instead, the, it's like, OK, now the game of this part of the plot is the controller is sort of manipulating Joe and getting her to be like, look, like you saw how crazy those guerrilla soldiers were. Like, we have to mm-hmm. save your friend. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. So it is kind of making it. Just a little bit different than her just being thrown into like a, you know, the brig or something. Yeah, like a prison mm-hmm. cell. I also just like that she often gets tricked because she has empathy. Um, uh, yeah, because like, yeah, she just wants to help people. Yeah, she just wants to help people. Like, that's really nice. Like, th- it's not because she's stupid. It's just because she's like, well, I mean, it seems like you're having a hard time. All right, I'll help you. Like, mm-hmm. she wants to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I just think that that's like, I think that's why the doctor likes her so much, you know, mm-hmm. because he's like, yeah. That's good. Like, you know, you get us into trouble a lot, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like that she's not um she's not super damselly. And like you were saying, like they do use that as part of their plan in like episode four where she's like screaming right. for help and then they like trick people into coming in. Um but I I wish that she had a little bit more to do because she's kind of just like in this room in the future for the rest of the episode until the doctor shows up. Mm-hmm. There are those are the best third doctor stories are the one where she has like a definitive subplot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in episode three, we get we get the begin the, the seeds of controller's redemption arc. Hmm. Mm. Where he's like, you're working the men too hard. And they're like, cry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is episode three where we learn what the Daleks did in the future? Or is that episode four? It's one of these. But I mean, you can kind of put it together. There's There's a part where someone, I think, says it. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. They They took um, over. I I like that the, what the Daleks like the Daleks basically like the reason that these guerrilla fighters are are traveling back in time is to kill Sir Styles is because these peace talks did not go well. In fact, uh, the house blew up um, and mm-hmm. everyone blamed um, Sir Reginald because he's the one who called everyone there. Um, and then like World War Three happened. And then because, like, the world was destabilized, the Daleks were able to take control of the world uh, 
and they're using Earth as like it's like a strip mining operation. And they're just like getting all of the like the raw materials and then like shipping it to Scarrow for the yes. Dalek Empire. And I was because just like, please. Hmm? Please, oh, please, I, please. I liked the because um, this is 100 percent like an anti-imperialism yeah. story. <laughs> <laughs> no, like just just the idea of like, yeah, these like fascist robots waited until the world was destabilized and mm-hmm. chaotic and then slithered into power. Yeah. And worked the masses into the bone and they don't care about grinding everyone into dust. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the third episode is also where, uh, the doctor and Joe escape on that three wheeler. Um, oh, yeah, yes. The motor trike. Yeah. 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 And, uh, 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 really fun story. Um, <laughs> John Pertwee, uh, would just like, he go, he would just go to stuff like uh, go to like events and things like that, that he would just be like randomly invited to because he's the doctor. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to milk this for all it's worth. Absolutely. So he was invited to a Honda motor show and he went and he saw that bike on display and he was like, I'm going to ride that. And then literally like went to them and was like, see this, make it happen. <laughs> and so here it is. <laughs> That's it. He just said he was like, that looks cool as hell and I want to write it. I never have another one like John Pertwee. No, honestly. I love that he just eats and drives places. You know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he had some he, he had a good zinger in this one. Uh but I forgot he like hit someone with a with a with a wine bottle or something and he goes, shame. It was a rather good vintage. That's oh, in the fourth one. Yeah. That's uh uh, the fourth that's, one? Uh, uh, Joe hits the guy on the back of the head with the wine and breaks the glass. Oh, okay. After after faking being hurt. Yes. I have it in my um, notes as three. Yeah. Oh. Is oh. that in three? I don't know. I thought it was in four, but. Oh, maybe it is in three. Maybe you're right, Nick. If it's in your notes under three, it probably <laughs> was in three. Um, oh, that's why I keep these notes. Yeah. Thank you. See? So we can... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, uh, that's so funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, the doctor and Joe are reunited. Um, the controller explains what happened, and he's like, "Well, there's no like, mm-hmm. you know, there's no um, resisting the Daleks. You know, you can't stop this from happening." And the doctor is just like, "Yeah, watch me." Um, and... Oh, ha- has he introduced the paradox yet? No, that's in the last one. Okay, like the loop, like the true yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, because. Mm-hmm. And that is there anything else oh. in, in three that we wanted to talk about? Or well, there's a I, I forget what what which episode this is in. It's either in two or three, but I don't think we mentioned it. And I wanted to mention it is the offhanded uh, comment when the controller is like talking to Joe and talking about how important and great she is, and we've got a nice room for you, and like all these things. And he's like, "Here, look, we got food for you, real food. All of us, like we've moved on from real food. This is disgusting to me, and I eat pills, <laughs> but." Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, enjoy uh, a little fatty, fat, fat, fat. Um, like, it's like, that's like the vibe of it. It's just like you fucking animal. <laughs> um, and it's just, and she's like, oh, okay. And it just sort of wanders out of the room. I feel so it's bad just, for her. It's really she's, funny. she's just like, um, thank you for lunch. But like, weren't you going to send me back to like 1970 or whatever? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh no, 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 no. Yeah. We have a room for you now. 
Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I just loved that. I love I love all of Katie Manning's acting in that scene because she's just like, oh, what is happening? Right, <laughs> like she's, she's just so confused. Yeah. She's very frazzled and like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'll go over here now. <laughs> so the doctor gets captured and he's strapped to that table. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the, the cliffhanger image is like, while he's on the, t- on the table, we see a giant screen and it is flashing back between images of the three doctors that there are so far. And uh, my question is like, was that like a, would that, would that have really got fans hyped in 1973? Just like seeing the images of the other two doctors? Uh, yeah. Probably because this because uh uh wait has has three doctors happened yet no no so yeah I think people would be hyped for that we're st- yeah that's right yeah we're still a year away from the three doctors the first anniversary special mm-hmm. so yeah I think people would have been like whoa yeah they're acknowledging <laughs> that, that yeah. yeah 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 for sure especially with how much of a hard reset this was this era mm-hmm. you know. I think because yeah. you have to like because you're bringing the Daleks back, you have to like throw back to like the last time, like you know who was Doctor the last time the Daleks were in the show, you know? Yeah, yeah, right. There's that. There's that one like throwing kind of throwaway moment where they're like, "He looks different," and they're like, "Well, is it not him?" Like, no, he does. He does this. He's done this <laughs> right. Oh yeah! Wow, I'm just looking. They really do keep up with that season premiere thing. So this is the return of the Daleks. Next season, it's the three Doctors. It's the anniversary special. Oh, the nice. season premiere. And then the season after that is the Time Warrior. Ooh. So introduction of uh, uh, Sarah Jane Smith. Yeah. Um, wow. You know, new companion. So yeah, every season premiere has something, yeah, big in it. This one being, I think, the weakest of all of, of the five seasons that Pertwee does. But um, still, you know, return of the Daleks after five years. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. I don't know. I like I like thinking about like the the um I don't know the the philosophy behind like the design of the seasons from the from the producer and the script editor. Yeah. Be like this is how we want this to be. I think that's kind of cool. It's like another version of what RTD would do of like his right. kind of yeah. structure. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, as much as like this being a Dalek story is, is cool and it's certainly it's almost like it's not, but it's almost like a low key sequel to uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth, you know? Yeah. Um, like you could almost tie those two together mm-hmm. like they're almost on the same timeline or something. But um, uh, I think it would have been way cooler if it turned out that it's the master that was behind everything. Because I know we just did that all last season, but the idea of like the reveal of like, oh yeah, the alternate like scary future, that's because this is what happens if the master wins. Like mm. this is what the earth looks like. Mm-hmm. I just think would have been kind of fun and cool. Um, but anyway. Yeah, I think dogs are dogs are good. I think they like yeah, because like the the whole the whole past season was nothing but the master. I think they're right. just like, Yeah, we need to we need to chill with this guy. Yeah, they put him on ice yeah. until Sea Devils, I think, is his next one. Um Didn't we talk about only, that one that, already? No. No? No. That's two episodes, two oh, okay. stories from now. That's my um, definitive Pertwee moment is in that one. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. He snaps at um, Sea Devil's neck. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is also this is also the final season with Roger Delgado. Mm. Oh um, wow! Yeah, because the Time Monster is the season finale of this <sighs> season. So, 
Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah. learning a lot about your beef with Time Monster today, Cass. I, uh, yeah, it's just because I, um, back before I was on this podcast, I, I was like co whatever like i was doing like a hobby blog with with my boyfriend at the time and i had to cover that story and i had to watch that story like three times and i oh, i'm wow. only going to rewatch it because we're doing it on the show and then never again it's awful but, yeah it's <laughs> like 2028 right i don't know uh, i don't know no i think it'd be next year that oh, we damn. would be covering that yeah because this year we're doing this, Curse of Peladin and the Sea Devils, and the next year we're doing Mutants, Time Monster, and the Three Doctors. So, okay. Are we in the fourth episode now? We are in the fourth episode now. Let's see. <laughs> so, we... so the after escaping on like the motor trike that Perkwee really <laughs> wanted, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, it's like their, their escape is short-lived. They're captured by the Daleks. The Daleks uh, identify him as the Doctor, and that's the cliffhanger. Um, and the... The controller um, is in the room with them and like the Daleks want to kill the doctor, but he's just like, no, we need him because he can lead us back to where these guerrilla fighters are and we need to deal with them. Um, so he basically saves the doctor's life. Um, he goes, they like put the doctor back in like prison, I guess, like custody. Um, and then they're trying, like, he's trying to question the doctor about where the gorillas are. And the doctor's like, I don't know, man. Um, and then they, like, these same fighters, like, come in and break him out, um, which doesn't serve his alibi at all. Um, but <laughs> they they break the doctor and Joe out. Um, and the doctor is just like, okay, look, tell me, tell me what you're trying to do because I can help you. Um, and this is where we get the thing where like the, you know, the, the, these peace talks in the 20th century, they didn't go well, the house exploded and the doctor is just like, well, that doesn't seem right. Like what, what, like, let's think about what could have happened, like aside from, from Sir Reginald being like a, a maniac. Um, and we, we circle back to one of the fighters who got left in the past and he is like trying to get he's like trying to fulfill his mission so like he basically like rigs a bomb in the basement of the house and then that's where like the paradox happens where the doctor is just like you caused this future that you're trying to stop by trying yeah. to stop it it was um, never styles it was always you guys yeah which i think is cool um but again they don't really it's not really like well served by this story, I think, mm -hmm. this concept. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um so the doctor convinces them finally. Um and he goes back to the past. There's a moment where the controller catches up with him. Um and like previously when the guerrilla fighters like busted in to save the doctor, the doctor talked them down from killing him. So the controller basically is just like, Okay, you can go. Like you saved my life, so yeah. like, whatever. Because like, then... while the while the controller was trying to interrogate the doctor about the base of the rebels or whatever, yeah, the doctor was the whole time kind of low key deprogramming the controller. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It'd be like they don't care about you; they're only keeping you alive because like you're useful. Like, don't you want more out of life? Right. <laughs> 
Um, and the Daleks discover that he's a traitor, so he like dies. Um, but <laughs> he he like has like a pretty good like final like word because like the Daleks are like you will be exterminated, and he's just like no, I you'll like I might have like who knows I may have just exterminated you or whatever, um, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and the Doctor and Joe come back to, uh, like, I guess modern day, um, yeah, like the 20th century, um, just in time to stop, uh, to like empty, like get, get everyone out of the house before the bomb goes off. They find the guy and they're like, look, you can't do this. Like, there's no one in the house, like blowing yourself up isn't worth it. Um, and then the Daleks follow them. So we get the Daleks, all three of them. And these like Ogrons just like f- like firefighting with unit, um, yeah. which is fun. Um, <laughs> and, and the 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 climax of this, so they they let the Daleks into the house, um, and this bomb from the future is made of something called Dalekanium. Yes, the Dalekanium. <laughs> and apparently, that's the only thing that can stop Daleks. So he like detonates the bomb when the Daleks go in the house and then that's it. The story's done. Uh Scott, what was the what was the the element called in Aquaman 2? Oh god. Like horacolum or something? I got to But gotta... that's the first thing that I thought of when 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 Daleketanium was introduced. Oh, I I I immediately thought of unobtainium. Unobtainium, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's James Cameron again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they just taped the word Dalek over it. Um, oh, man. I don't remember what that thing is called, what that what that element is called. Um, I think it was Horacullum. 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 Cassie had that um, to look forward to. <laughs> was that good, Aquaman 2? It was fun. It was really okay. fun. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I forgot no. what. I'm... It's your kind of fun. That's Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's your it's your kind of fun. It's fun okay. in the way that um uh what uh, uh Jupiter is the dark world. fun. Oh boy. Yeah, Jupiter okay. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. Yeah. I forgot what episode, but I don't want to skip over a part where I think it's a unit soldier, maybe a guerrilla soldier, but he like does a power slide and sticks a grenade on the base of a Dalek and he explodes like a Roman candle. Uh, you're Thanks. right, Nick. It is called Aura or a Calcum. Aura Calcum. I wasn't right. I said, I said <laughs> Oh. I said I said like Horacullum. Oh. Well, maybe I'm pronouncing it wrong. That's entirely possible. Wait, what's um, say, say it again. Say it one more or, time. I think it's or Aura Calcum, I think. Aura Calcum with an Aura Calcum. Aura Calcum. Okay. I don't In my know. head, the word I was saying started with an H. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a metal mentioned in several ancient writings, including the story of Atlantis. So there's the oh. there's the connection. So it's actual lore. That's cool. Yeah, there's actual. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Um. Anyway, that man died. Well, okay. So did the guy die knowing he that he was killing the Daleks? But I guess. Or did he? Yeah. Did he? Did he still think all those men were still in the house? No, because the doctor is just like. You know, the house is cleared, like, come with us. And he's just like, no, this bomb is the only thing that can destroy the Daleks. Go on without okay. me. Yeah, that's cool. He knew what's up. That's- yeah, I just love that this story is like, <laughs> house blows up while the doctor watches, turns to the guy and was like, 
earn this. And then why? And then that's like credit. <laughs> yeah. Your, your move. <laughs> yeah. Earn this. <laughs> Cut to like a smoldering Dalek chassis. Yeah. Knowing that the scene that doesn't get paid off in the first episode with the little uh-huh. time loop is supposed to be the bookend of this makes me so angry. I know. Yeah. Now you know how Barry Letts felt. God. I, uh. I'm never feeling guilty about like leaving work like 10 minutes early. <laughs> oh, man. God. <laughs> Could be worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, or like, so but if you just didn't do the last like page of Geek by Night, you were like, they know, they know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> they get it. They get ah, it. Ah, you guys get it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, God. Um, fun, fun yeah, story. That's uh, that's Day of the Daleks. I think. It's not, you know, it's it, it to me. It's like a it's like a B grade third Doctor story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but it's a fun one. It's got it's got you know A plus pops throughout. You know, um, mm, good. Yeah, it's yeah. better than the other Pertwee Dalek story. He has three, I think. Right? I thought oh. there was only two. It's like this one. No, and... no, he has because he has uh he has Planet of the Daleks and Death to the Daleks. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of Death to the Daleks. I don't even remember the other one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Um, yeah, I don't. Because that one's Sarah Jane. Uh, death, death to the Daleks is Sarah Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Planet of the Daleks is next is season. Joe with yeah. Joe. Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm assuming it's better than, or this one's better than those two, because <laughs> I don't remember the other one. <laughs> yeah, it has something about uh, Daleks intending to learn the secret to invisibility. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, They'll try and, anything, won't they? I love yeah. this show. Oh, yeah, the Thals <laughs> are back in Planet of the Daleks. Oh, right, because they go to Scarrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. They, they plan to locate and destroy an army of 10,000 Daleks. Yeah. I don't think that one's good, but this one's, yeah. this one's fine. It's actually not Scarrow. It's a planet called Spiridon. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, which I, I guess they just I guess the, I guess the the Daleks moved and the Thals were like, oh, I guess we're moving, and then they just they, they just <laughs> went to another planet, followed them there. <laughs> right? There's no Daleks while Thals. We're here, guys. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what are what are Thals? Are they kind of like the Odie to the Daleks as Garfield? They're the uh the like the humanoid uh uh guys that are that they, they like were half naked in the first like Dalek story. And, like we've been oh, those battling guys. the Daleks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're what the Daleks like evolved out of after like radioactive mumbo jumbo um right. happened to them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There was like a civil war and the Daleks all mutated to be better soldiers, but they're like little goblins oh. now inside. So they're kind of like orcs. <laughs> Robots. Yeah, a little and bit. And the dolls are like elves. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, well, thank you. Yeah. For me that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anywho, uh, next time, yeah, next time we uh we do uh Pertwee, um, we'll be doing uh Curse of Peladin, um, yes, which is 
uh, that one's an A story. That one's, that one's that my one's, favorite. Percy yeah, that story. one's nice. That one's a real good one. Um, can't wait. Real good one. I would argue uh, it's the most Captain Kirk Pertwee has ever been. Does he get yeah. right? Is Christopher yeah. Peloton. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, sure. That's not, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with that. Um, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, all right, but uh, that's next season. Uh, next week, speaking of favorite stories, um, we are covering my favorite fourth Doctor story. Uh, and that's a tough call because there's a lot of really good ones. There's a lot mm-hmm. of really bad ones, but there's a lot of really good ones. Um, and, uh, and for me, it is the brain of Morbius. And we are covering that next week. I am so excited to revisit this story. I love this one so, so much. Um, this is, uh, Nick, this is a Frankenstein riff. Uh, Ooh. there's a Gothic castle. Mm-hmm. There's... There's uh all kinds of good stuff. Um this there's there's a monster. There I just it's good. It's good stuff. Brain of Morbius um, is the one they're kind of referencing in the Paul McGann webisode, right? Yep. With yep, the witches. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Okay. The sisters are back. The, yeah. the this is the introduction of the sisters, is mm-hmm. Brain of Morbius. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think aren't they in yeah, they're in uh Capaldi's era too, the sisters. Are they? Oh yes, yeah, they you're are. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. I gotta rewatch Capaldi. Uh, I mean, we actively are. No, um, I know, but like, not like actually, like, like binge it, not like yeah. over the course of like a decade. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. <laughs> um. Uh. Anyway, yeah, we're doing whatever the opposite of a binge is. Um, right. But yeah, a slow next, drip. Yeah, slow drip. Yeah. Next week, Brain of Morbius. Um. Really excited. This is one of my all-time faves of Classic Who. Uh yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Um thanks for listening everybody. Uh go uh join the Discord. There's a link in the show notes if you're interested in that sort of thing. It's a great place. Uh I've essentially quit social media uh, to just be on the Discord cuz uh that's where all the people I like are. <laughs> so, um <laughs> go to go to go to Discord uh and check that out. It's a it's a really fun community. Um uh, tightly knit, if you will. Um but uh, oh, always open to uh, uh, new people uh, dropping by and uh, joining in on the fun. So uh, join us on Discord. Uh, there's a link to our Patreon as well, if that's something you're interested in. Um, DuelingGenre.com slash support. That'll take you to our Patreon. And uh, you can support all everything we do with Dueling Genre from the Patreon. Um, yeah, that's it. See you guys next week with Brain of Morbius. Bye, everybody. Bye. Happy Dio de los Daleks. Yeah.